Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Michelle Gladio. Michelle is the author of Communicate with Courage, Taking Risks to Overcome the Four Hidden Challenges, and the president of Gladio Consulting, a Midwest-based consulting team known for top-notch design and presentation of seminars in communication and leadership topics around the U.S. She provides executive coaching and facilitates strategic planning for customers in diverse industries and governments and nonprofits and in academia. She has 18 years of collegiate teaching experience at three universities in her home state of Indiana, accepting her first adjunct faculty position at 23. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Michelle. Thanks so much for doing this and for having me. Well, first off, Michelle, why do you do what you do? I love teaching and helping people form more effective communication strategies because I firmly believe that communication is one of the determinants of a happy, healthy, productive life. So I'm always working on my own and I like to help others work on theirs as well. I think it pays off personally and professionally. And talk to me about your book now, Communicate with Courage, Taking Risks to Overcome the Four Hidden Challenges. You bet. Well, uh, I really like the cover design. If you are looking at the book or check it out online, you'll see a little sailboat and it's got uh, quite a journey ahead with four big waves coming at it. And those waves represent what I see as four challenges that are often hidden from our direct perception as communicators. And so this book names those four hidden challenges and then teaches folks pro moves, as I call them, which are sort of um, extra credit type of communication efforts or strategies that aren't so hard to do, but that most humans walk on by and don't try. So I'll run through the four hidden challenges real quick, if that would be okay. That would be great. All right. Here's what I fall into, the traps I fall into, and the traps some of our listeners might fall into. Sometimes we hide, and when we're hiding, we are afraid of exposing any supposed weakness to others. We might be defining. When we define, we put too much stock into our own assumptions, and we might be too quick to judge. Rationalizing is keeping yourself from taking important chances or engaging in conflict or doing other scary but potentially rewarding actions. And then sometimes we all find ourselves settling and that's stopping at, well, that's good enough. That's all anyone else is doing. Instead of striving, maybe giving one or 2% more effort or heart or thoughtfulness to communication to strive towards better interactions. That last one is interesting. There's an economist who uses the, who created the, the portmanteau satisfice. So it's a combination of, of satisfy and suffice. And I think that that's you know, one, of, one of the challenges we all face is do we get to that point of just being satisficed? It's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy you brought that up because in the first 10,000 editions of this, it's a short paperback book, but I've learned it's harder to write a short book than a long book. And in the first many, many editions and edits, I had that fourth challenge as satisficing and the publisher and editors and my own team at Gladio Consulting convinced me to change it to settling because they thought a more accessible word that everybody had heard would be better. And I agree that that's probably better, but it makes my day that you also think of it as satisficing. 
Yeah, I, because I, I do think it really is not just settling. It goes beyond that to me. It's, it is a combination because you're satisfied. Settling kind of implies right. a, a little bit of a uh, of this notion, hey, I'm, I'm settling. I'm not satisfied with it. Whereas satisfies oh. means, no, I, I'm accepting. <laughs> to explain, yeah, well said. To explain it to my team, we do, uh, 10 of us get together, we do a Zoom happy hour, right? And mm-hmm. we talk about our consulting projects. And I said, here's what satisficing looks like. When I say, who would like to start by updating us on their projects tonight, right? And we, you can count on, if you're one of the nine of us, somebody else will start and that will be fine. But one of us could also step up or could add a question or a piece of praise. So it's just giving a little bit more. And you're right. It's a different word, isn't it? It's a slightly different word, but, but I, you know, I, I think I think I think you are getting the, the the meaning across. So, of those four, I mean, and they're probably all in in proportional. Which which do you see is is the mo- more insidious? Let's call it that the one, the one that that is is more because they're all hidden challenges, as you say. But which which one is the one that is is the sneakiest? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm, I'll I'll tell you what. I'm looking at rationalizing, thinking of rationalizing right now. I think our mental self talk is often um, destructive or at least not constructive because we might think, well, I might ask that question. No, our self-talk tells us, no, that's a dumb question. Or, wow, she or he or they really did a good job on that presentation. I could say something, no, they probably know and they don't have time to talk. Sometimes our self-talk is the worst uh, hidden challenge that we come up against. And I think it probably tempts us to rationalize. So today I'm going to go with inviting our listeners to watch out for rationalizing because joy and gifts and all kinds of benefits to our lives are right beyond the reach of rationalizing if we can get past it. And it's really about courage. And I define courage as something intangible that we have to find in ourselves. And this is an intangible, vital part of ourselves and nobody else can do that work for us. So whether it's personal life or professional life, the thing that scares us most is the thing we should walk towards and begin to investigate using our vulnerability. You said to me before we began the podcast, you've been podcasting for nine years and congratulations coming up on your 1000th podcast, which is an amazing contribution to society as a communicator. Nine years ago, you didn't really have any expertise. I don't want to say you didn't know what you were doing. You had some expertise, but no, you weren't I didn't a know pod- what I was doing, but that's okay. You weren't a podcaster. You weren't a professional, successful podcaster like you are today. Something you summoned some courage and, and decided that you would really, what it comes down to is we decide to love ourselves despite how we might fall, uh, make mistakes, fail or embarrass ourselves. Interestingly, when we summon the courage to try something new, like starting a podcast or doing a presentation or offering an apology or whatever that might be, Others around us, often unbeknownst to us, are watching and learning, and we think, well, he tried that, and it wasn't perfect at the start, and I could probably learn also. So as we summon our courage, we end up inspiring others. Yeah, I think what you're talking about there is it's so important to be authentic with ourselves. And I think that, that that's where that self-talk sometimes gets to it's, – it's almost delusional self-talk in some ways. Is it's not even authentic with ourselves. And if I could jump in there, we also might be receiving inaccurate messages from parents, teachers, coaches, elders, friends, I put that in quotes, air quotes, friends, and society. So we have to, it's tough. I think we live our whole lives trying to figure out who we are. And one of the best ways to do who we really are, our beautiful, authentic selves, despite what the world has told us. 
the more chances we take as communicators, maybe the closer we get to it. And Michelle, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? I'm going to choose the great rock and roll artist, Tom Petty, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, who we lost too young at age 66 a few years ago. I was blessed to see him in concert four or five times throughout my life. And I'll tell you what, it was I, I was raised in parochial schools and I went to a lot of church and to me, those concerts were better than any church service I had ever attended for helping me connect to my authentic self and to feel connection with others. And I like Tom as not only as a singer and a songwriter and a guitarist and a band leader, I like him as a communicator because he did hard things as a communicator and used courage, for example, to stand up to recording companies who wanted to bump the price of his album in the 1970s up $1 because they knew it would sell and he fought to keep it at the price that he thought it should be because he knew he had blue collar fans and that dollar made a difference. And here's a guy, I just heard him in an interview yesterday on Sirius Radio, the Tom Petty channel, uh, a clip of an interview where he was talking about as a kid, one of his favorite things to do with his teenage friends was dig through trash bins to try to find aluminum so that they could take the aluminum in and they could make a couple cents per pound. And then back then a uh, 45, a small record, right? would cost 99 cents or a little less. And he said, as I thought to myself, you know, and here's a man who obviously amassed a great net worth. He said, it was, how did he put it? It sure was fun. It was, there was no fun like that just to save up enough aluminum to go buy a record. And then the way he grew his enterprise, his family uh, of fans, I always think, sometimes I think, what would Tom Petty do when I need to be courageous as a communicator? And last and Michelle, how can somebody contact you? Well, I have this crazy French-sounding last name, and I named my company after my parents, uh, Rosemary and Adrian Gladio. So the company name is Gladio Consulting, and I think it's worth a visit to our website. That is at gladioconsulting.com, G-L-A-D-I-E-U-X, like X-ray, consulting.com. That is where our listeners can sign up for our quarterly e-newsletter packed with free professional development tools. And it's called Breakdown, named after a Tom Petty song. All right. Well, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, Michelle Gladio, author of Communicate with Courage, Taking Risks to Overcome the Four Hidden Challenges. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Continued success to you, and thanks for having me. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.